Y'all know this is my joint, man. This is my joint right here. It's my joint. Talk to you, let me buy you a drink. I'm T Pain, you know me. Convict music, nappy boy. I know the club, close at three. What's the chances of you rolling with me? Back to the crib, show you where I live, or show you how I live. Let's get drunk, forget what we did. <laughs> Yo, that is. <laughs> That's the that's an all time class. That's gonna be on this. That's gonna be on our old school station. Buy you a drink is gonna be on our old school station when we get older. Yeah, for my older people. Anyway, what's up, y'all? Happy Sunday to you. Um, this is the Tired of Talking podcast. I'm your host Jordan. Thank you to everybody who has been listening. Um, thank you to all the new subscribers. This is really, really dope. It's dope getting the random phone calls. It's dope getting the random text messages. It's definitely reaching. Um, it's going further than what I expected it to go for sure. Um, I did have a gauge of what I wanted to, of where I wanted to go, but it's going, it's, it's, it's doing even, it's going, it's going even better than I thought. So thank you all for subscribing to this, uh, podcast for sure. All right. All right. Okay. Now that we're here, let's get into it. Um, I wanted to talk to y'all today about the friend zone, but not. I mean, I guess there's like probably thousands of episodes of different um, from different podcasts that talk about friend zone, right? The friend zone and all of this extra stuff. They even have a podcast, I believe, that's named the friend zone, if I'm not mistaken. Um, yeah, so the friend zone, right? So the friend zone is not a place that you really want to take up real estate in. Like you don't want to buy a home in the friend zone. (laughs) And what I mean by that is that the friend zone is not a place that you want to be long term. (laughs) It's not a place that you should be. You should be picking up on like if you're being friend zoned because I feel like that is where people get used the most. Um, I feel like like I was talking to my man Ace. Shout out to my boy Ace. Um, I was talking to my man Ace and I was just saying like how, you know, the friend zone or like people will basically people basically put people in categories. At least that's what I think. I'd be thinking that, you know, he was telling me about like the struggles of um like dating down there, you know, things that he have um encountered uh in trying to just get to know people, trying to get to know women down there. And I was telling him that it's not even just down there, it's like up it's all over the place, you know. Um that's that's why you gotta be real uh you have to be real 
like, I, I don't know if assertive is the is the proper word, but you definitely need to be mindful of how you move in the dating realm, right? So you don't get caught in a situation where you're being friend zoned and not knowing it, thinking that you're just taking it slow and all of this extra shit. Like, no, the friend zone is a real place. And I feel like, I feel like, um, hold on. I'm looking at my, my phone is doing some weird thing right now. Um, I feel like, uh, sorry, I had to put my phone on vibrate. (laughs) Actually, hold on. Yeah, I'm bugging. I ain't even put it on Do Not Disturb either. I feel like people aren't using their proper, like, they're not using their full logic when, you know, getting to know someone, right? They're not using the common sense. They're not, they just kind of enamored by one thing like one thing is like suck them in to this person whether it be their physical look or like you know maybe the way that they think and you know they've been around them in a in a capacity where they got to experience how this person how this person thought or whatever like you know the sapiosexuals or what have you um being attracted to one's intellect or one's thought process um and I feel like people be already having someone that they like really want them to get their act in order and they're willing to like they'll have this person over here in this category, in this box by themselves. And then they'll entertain all of these other people over here, you know, in another box. So they'll give out their number. They'll, you know, text back and forth. Even, you know, in even in there, they might have phone calls or even some dates, but they will never put that person in this box or have them compare to this other person that they really want to just get their, their act in order, you know? So they willing to just let all of this time pass in between with these people over here and use them, keep them friend zoned, keep these guys over here friends zoned, keep these women over here friend zoned because they want this guy or this woman to um, get their, get their, you know, get their act in order. Get their act in order. And they're willing to sacrifice you. You just a pawn. So they're willing to use you for your time and money and whatever resources, whatever you have. um, So that they aren't completely left out in the cold um, with the person that they really want to. um, it's like you're doing the job of the, this person over here. That's what's basically happening. This guy's over here chilling, doing whatever he want. He's knocking other. He's knocking women up. He's sleeping around. He's cheating. He's doing whatever he wants to do. She's she's in love with this guy, you know, or she really wants. She really sees potential, and she sees the potential in this guy and her and him being together long term. So, but she's willing to just use you. You're in this other box, this category over here, and she's willing to use you um, and without any, you know, and without any no consequence to her, she will cut you off. She'll cut you off. He'll cut you off. And, you know, if she's if the, if the one person that she's been waiting for shows any inklet of just progression with her or with him. She'll cut you off, cut you loose and, and run over there um, 
and run to his arms or, you know, run to her. So that's why I said you got to be real. You got to be real, like, um, you got to be real, like, <laughs> mindful of that friend zone spot. That friend zone spot is no place for you. Like I said, it's no place for you to take up real estate in. Don't want to be a long term tenant up in there. You don't want to have long term tenancy, tenancy up in there. You got to treat front the friend zone like an Airbnb. You're only going to be there temporary, yo. I'm only going to be here a couple days, a week or two. You know, I'm not going, this is not long term for me. <laughs> I can't sit around and wait, you know, and while, you know, you answer text messages back whenever you feel like it, phone calls back whenever you feel like it, even if you, if you even answer those phone calls, you know, I'm not just the shoulder for you to cry on when things are going wrong in your dating life. Like you got to put your foot, put your foot down. Let your balls hang. Let your balls swing. You know, like you don't let it don't let it just consume you in that in that manner. Um, I finally got permission from my man, Evan, to tell this story, man. <laughs> First of all, before we even get into this, shout out to my boy, Evan. Shout out to his wife, Jarrell. They are um, they're married. Um, I know both of them. Uh, Evan. In our adolescence, I, he used to run around with my, I used to have a clique of guys I ran around with up in Narstown. Um, my brother, my foster brother, Sean, my brother, Sean, is from Narstown. His family's from Narstown. And we used to go up there. I used to go up there for weekends. I used to go up there for weeks on end, summers. Um, and, you know, I just was kind of running around. We would run around and, you know, we was messing with the girls up there and, you know, just doing what boys do. And um, along the time, around the time that I was running around up there, I ran into, I got real cool with this dude, Evan. Now, um, early on, and you know, like I said, I got permission to talk to, the, I already spoke on this story. I actually I talked to Evan in depth about this story because <laughs> it was just a wild thing. It was a wild time in his life when he was trying to find himself. We were all trying to find ourselves, but Evan was a little, Evan was more of a special case because Evan was, for lack of a better term, Evan was a simp when it came to women when we were younger. Like he would just let these girls friend zone them and they would just be doing whatever they wanted with them. And like, I was, it, you always found yourself in a situation, a wild situation with Evan because of some situation that he was in with some girl. You know, so, oh, man, <laughs> we, I was up there, right? I had to be about, we had to be about 18. I had to be about 18, 19 when this actually happened. Um, we were about 18, 19, I would say, between 17 and 19. Evan was dealing with this girl named Heather um, at the time, and definitely she was she was very pretty and she was definitely friend zoning my guy. So, um, you know, I've known her like, you know, the whole summer that I was up there, I kind of was like running around with them, running around with Evan, my brother, you know, my cousin, Timmy, uh, my cousin, Kirk, you know, I was running around with all of these cats. We was just doing what guys do, doing what boys do up there. Right. And, um, we never was really, my clique was never really like tied down to like one type, one girl. You know, like we kind of just 
I wouldn't necessarily say it was a whole stage. We just kind of was always around women. We was always around young women, always around girls all the time. So, like, we never was really, like, nobody was really, like, nobody had, like, a, an actual girlfriend or, you know, the girls that we, we was running around with. They didn't actually have boyfriends. They just kind of just, everybody just kind of was just, like, around each other all the time. Evan, on the other hand, was like really looking for like a relationship. So he would be jumping around from woman to woman, you know, girl to girl. Um, and he kind of locked in on this one girl who had a son. She was like, I think she had her son at 18. Heather had her son at 18 or 17. I can't remember. But she had a son. And we used to go over Heather's house. You know, Heather was still living with her mom, but her mom worked like 12 hour shifts. Her mom was like a nurse or something like that or a doctor or something. Her mom was her mom was like a nurse or a doctor. I can't remember. Um, So Heather was pretty much in the house all the time by herself. And I guess Evan was dealing with her. You know, um, so we will always be over Heather House, like, cause it was like the spot to be. Like, it's hot, it's hot as hell out here. We chilling, in, you know, in Heather crib, ACA Beyond, you know, and Heather, like I said, Heather had a son. Heather had a son. I'm sorry. I'm hearing like my neighbors upstairs or whatever, but Heather had a son and. They was kind of like Heather and Evan was like kind of close, like to the point where like he was like, you know, playing with her son all the time and and all that, you know, and <laughs> she play, he playing with her son all the time. And, you know, like it just was it just was for us to be so young. And I was just like, yo, dog, like, why are you? I'm like, dog, like, why are you like? I used to wonder in my head, like, why are you tying yourself down to this young woman who has a kid already? Like, and you could just be out and about in the streets just doing whatever you want. And Evan was just, like, always over there all the time. So one time we was over there. <laughs> one time we was over there. And it was just me, Evan. It was me, Evan, Heather. Um, Heather had a friend named Tasha. Tasha and Tasha had a sister and Tasha's sister name was like Rita or something like that. Rhea or Rita. I can't remember. But we were all in in there chilling, busting jokes up, you know, laughing, playing, you know, just playing around, being immature. And Tasha, Rita and Heather decided they wanted to go to the store. So she asked Evan to watch her son and I'm like she's like can you just watch my son real quick I'm gonna run into the store I'm gonna get some paper pampers you know some baby wipes and like some other stuff the store is right up the street you know like you know my son loves you so like can you just watch him for a minute so in my mind I'm thinking like yo this is kind of dangerous bro like I don't think that we should do this you know but I didn't say anything I ain't say anything at all. So I'm like, this is their business. You know, even back then I majored in minding my business. So I ain't think nothing of it. So they, you know, Evan didn't even think about it. He was like, yeah, go ahead, go do your thing or whatever. Go do your thing. You know, your son loves me or whatever. Her son name is Rome. Um, so she was like, you know, Rome loves me, you know, like, yeah, go do your thing. So they left. 
they outside for like every bit of like two hours, bro. I'm looking around like, yo, where's the store at that they went to? Like, did they go to a store in another state? Like, what's going on? So I'm asking, I'm asking um, Evan, I'm like, yo, does she do this all the time? He's like, yeah, you know, she do this from time to time when I be over here by myself. Like, she might dip out and go to the store or might, you know, might, you know, might go grab some food or, you know, like she'll just dip out and she'll just leave her son. And I'm like, yo, that's wild, bro. Like, yo, that's wild dangerous. Like you're not family. You're not, you just somebody she's dealing with. Like dog, you might want to reconsider your actions, man. Like in dealing with somebody's kid like this. So I'm like, well, what's up with his father? Like, you don't even talk about it. He was like, yo, his father doing time right now. Like, I think he did like, you know, he got like a little drug charge or whatever. And like, he doing time and like, yeah, like I ain't never rapped to him or anything like that. But, you know, I seen him a couple, I seen him a few times. Um, I've seen him a few times in like pictures and stuff. And, you know, I hear their conversations when he call. I'm like, whoa, whoa, whoa. I stopped him right there. I'm like, yo, wait, he be calling? He, he's like, yeah, you know, some from time to time, like Heather be talking to him on the phone. I'm like. He be calling from jail to talk to Heather and his son. And he's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, it ain't, it ain't nothing. Like, he probably doing, you know, he probably doing some harder time. Like, I ain't, I ain't worried about him. So I'm like, yo, again, another red flag. So I was like, all right, whatever. Didn't think nothing of it. So we sitting in the crib. We chilling. About three hours go by. No Heather. So I was like, yo, I think you need to call him. I said, maybe something happened. Maybe you should call her. Find out where she at. You know, see if everything is cool. He like, nah, man. He's like, bro, why are you bugging? Like, yo, like, she does stuff like this. I'm like, yo, you're not her babysitter, though. This is not your son. And then it dawned on me. I'm like, yo, what am I getting involved in this for? This ain't even my fight. Like, I'm just going to shut up. I'm going to let him do him. You know what I mean? So I just was quiet. We get a knock at the door. Right? We get a knock at the door. And... When we get the knock at the door, I look out the peephole on the door and it's four dudes on the porch, like four dudes on the porch. So and um, when they knocked on the door, they also one of them like they jiggled the door handle too, like to open the door up. So but the door was locked. So um, oh, what happened? So Evan gets up and he looks out the door. He like, wait. Yo, that's like dude Chris. Chris is Rome's father. Uh Heather's baby father. So I'm like, Chris? I'm like, yo, like, you mean Chris isn't his father? Like, I'm pointing down at the kid. Like, this is his father on, on the step with them four three other dudes? He like, yeah. He like, but I don't I don't know. I don't understand. Like, what what is he doing out? Like, I'm he not supposed to be out. Like, what like how's he out? And I was like, well, when the last time you talked, like, when the last time that you heard them talk? And he was like, it was like about a month or two ago, like I heard her talking on the phone with him when I was over here. So I'm like, and she never told you like anything. So like, mind you, the whole time we talking, this dude j- jiggling the door, the doorknob, you know, um, trying to get in the house. Like he knocking on the door, jiggling the doorknob, trying to get in the crib. So I was like, yo, Evan, man, like what we going to do, bro? So she lived in a duplex townhome and all the townhomes were like they were all like together so you couldn't even go you couldn't get to the back of the house unless you walked all the way around all the townhomes to get to the back of the house and then all the townhomes had um extended had an extension on the back of their house right 
Evan lived two doors up from Heather in these same town, in these same townhouses, these same towns. It just so happened that the one that Heather was living in was a duplex. I think I believe her mom owned the duplex. And I believe that they was like renting out the bottom part of the duplex to somebody else. And Heather and them lived up top. So, um, so yeah, so they are, so, you know, they, so I'm trying to, in my mind, I'm coming up with a plan. I'm like, yo, listen, this dude, this you like I asked him I'm like yo do Chris even know about you he like I don't know I think that Heather told him about me you know but I'm not too sure and I'm like how you been over here for months playing with this man's son all the time and you don't know if if you know if his father knows about you and his and his baby mom how do you not know these things like what's up like yo talk to me man this is a safe place bro like what's going on like our lives is in jeopardy right they about to put us on murals bro they about to put us on t-shirts like what are we doing up in here you know what i mean so so i asked him i said yo what you gonna do bro he's like man i'm just gonna let them sit on the porch i'm just gonna let them you know stay out there so I was like, all right, that's not really a plan because what if Heather comes back? And now, you know, like now you out there fighting for your love, dog. You about to get your you about to get your, your head knocked off. You know what I mean? Because you over here with this man's son all the time and he don't even know you, you know. So, again, this is it goes right with what I'm saying. You don't want to purchase a home in the friend zone. You don't want to purchase. You don't want to have real estate in the friend zone. And my man, Evan, at that time had real estate in the friend zone. Like this woman, this man didn't know anything about this guy, you know. So fast forward back to the back to the uh, story. We go upstairs, you know. Now, I didn't grab the baby, yo. I didn't grab the baby. I'm running up the steps. You know what I mean? So what my plan was, I'm like, all right, um, I don't know what this guy, what, what he's going to do. I, we obviously can't go out the front door. I should have just excused myself, but then I didn't want to leave my man, Evan, to fend for himself. So I was just like, yo, we got to figure out something. So I was like, yo, how about <laughs> Evan? I was like, how about I go out there and try to explain the situation? And then I thought to myself again, why am I putting myself in the middle of this? Like, I don't have to be here. I don't have, I don't have a dog. I don't have a horse in this race. I don't have a dog in this race. Like, I don't have to be here. You know what I mean? So I can really just sit here on this couch with my legs, you know, with my with my with my legs crossed and just chilling, you know, and act like I, I didn't know anything about this whole situation. But again, my Evan is my man. So I was like, dang, I don't want to leave him out to dry like that. So Evan comes up with this plan. Evan is like, yo, we're going to climb out the window upstairs onto the um the extended room. They, they You know, they had an extended room. All the townhouses back there had extended rooms. He is like, and we'll just run across to get to my house. So I'm like, all right. I'm like, but all right. So, so we're going to climb out this window upstairs, run across the extend, run across the, the, the rooftops to get to your house. That's the, that's the plan that we got. Right. So Evan is like, yeah, yeah, that, yeah, that should work. You know what I mean? Like he's like, and I'll never close my window. I used to sneak out my window to come see Heather. So I'm like, yo, man, you've been in the friend zone that long that you've been in the friend zone that long that this woman done went ahead and had a baby on you, my G. She done went ahead and had a baby on you. You still in the friend zone. Uh, uh, whatever. Grab the baby. So he grabbed the baby. We running up the steps. We climb out the window. He handing the baby. He like, yo, you go out first and I'll just hand the baby to you. I hand Rome to you. So he handed him. He, you know, 
first of all, Rome is running around with just a diaper on. So before we even, let's rewind a little bit. I'm like, yo, you got to at least put some clothes on a young man. Like we got, you know what I mean? We can't just take him outside with just his diaper on. Now we kidnapping. Now we're kidnapping. You know what I mean? So I'm thinking to myself like, yo, this is totally out of proportion right now. You know? So I'm like, yo, grab him some clothes. We only going to be up two doors up the street. You done call Heather a couple times. Heather ain't Heather. Ain't, Heather's not picking up the phone. She obviously living her best life, probably making another Rome, another baby out there doing whatever she wants to do. And you hear you over here playing step pop to a baby that don't belong to you. And you and her and his father's outside about to punch about to punch on both of us. So I'm like, all right, you know what? We already committed cardinal crimes left and right. You know, we kidnapping now. Like I'm all in now. So I, I climb out the window. I climbs out the window. Well, like I said, rewind. We did put some clothes on him. They he found the worst clothes to put on, but he did put some clothes on him, and um, he grabbed a pair of, like the baby Crocs, like the baby had like a pair of Crocs. So he grabbed the Crocs, put the Crocs on his feet. So I climb out the window first. He hands Rome to me. The baby looked like the baby is about to start crying. I said. Mm. Little nigga, you better not. I had, you know, you know how you be talking through your teeth with your teeth be closed, like when you're talking to your kids. I was talking to that. I said, you better not cry. You, I swear, you better not cry, yo. Like, yo, like we doing this. We trying to save our own ass, and we trying to save your ass. You better not cry. And I think the baby felt that energy, and the baby didn't cry. And I was trying to give the baby whatever I had in my pocket. I think I had like a. I think I had like a Laffy Taffy or like a Now Later or something like that in my pocket. I gave, I you know, I gave him, a, I gave him like whatever I had in my pocket, a Taffy, whatever I had in my pocket, the baby had money, whatever. So I even gave, I think I even gave the baby my phone. Um, and so here we are, we like running across rooftops like we Jackie Channing them. We ran across two rooftops. He lived in the third house over, so we ran across two rooftops. We didn't have to jump. They like all the roofs, all the all the extended um, rooms that are in the back of these townhouses are all connected together. So we didn't have to jump over anything to get to his to get to his spot. So we get to his spot, go to lift the window up, the window's locked. So now we just we don't now we don't we can't even get in his house. We can't even get in this house unless we climb down off of the uh, off the rooftops. But the rooftop is pretty high. So like. Um, we couldn't even climb down off the roof. So now we just outside on his rooftop on his, um, extended roof, which is lower than the, you know, um, than the the actual top of the, the top of the houses roofs are, but, um, we're on the rooftop and we just chilling up there with the baby. It's me, Evan and Rome out there. Baby Rome is out there, um, in the middle of the summer, it's blazing hot, you know, and we just chilling up there on the roof. And Evan was like, yo, man, maybe we should go back to Heather House. Maybe they maybe they left by now. I said, yo, I'm not really, re- really trying to roll the dice with all of this. Like, I'm really trying to stay stationary. So how about you and Rome go back to the house and see if they if they left yet? I'm going to just chill right here. You know what I mean? And if you need me, I don't know what to tell you to do because you, I'm not going to hear your scream from inside the house when you're looking outside the window. You know what I mean? And then, God forbid, Chris get let in the house. Rome's father and you run into him with Rome you better act like you her you better act like you her gay hairdresser you know what I mean and she went to the store to get extra hair or something like that for you to put you better come up with something bro because I don't know what I don't know what you can do in this situation since you have this real estate in the friend zone and you chose to be here for this long you know so he ended up going back he took Rome they never came back out the house so 
I'm on the on the rooftop. I've been on there for about maybe like 20, 25 minutes now at this point. I'm up there chilling, man. I'm up there chilling. You know, I'm playing Snake on my phone. Um, this is when everybody had like no kids. I used to play Snake heavy on my phone. Like, so like I'm playing Snake on my phone. I'm chilling. You feel me? And I finally go back down there. And when I go back down, um, when I go back down to Heather's crib, he, um, Rome, Heather, Rome, Heather, and Evan are now like in an all out, like in an all out, like, um, argument in the living room. I snuck right back. I went right back upstairs, got back out that window and went right back to, um, Evan crib. And I sat out there until all of that stuff died down. Um, I really don't know what happened and I really don't know what took place from the, um, from then on. Um, and I'm assuming, you know, I know that for a fact, you know, Evan went on to live his best life. He's married now. So congratulations to him and Jarrell. I know y'all listen to the podcast. <laughs> um, Evan, yo, um, <laughs> I'm happy that you got out of that situation. You're not on a mural anywhere. You're not on anybody's t-shirt, bro. I'm happy that my face is still intact. You know that dudes be locked up. The, the, you know, the jailbirds be in the best shape. You know, Chris looked like he was in pretty good shape when I seen him on the porch. He never got a chance to see me, which is great. And I'm glad that the situation just panned out the way the way it should have panned out. You know, I'm glad that it panned out the way it should have. Like Evan went on and got married and, you know, he has a few kids of his own now. And, you know, they live out in Conshohocken, which is a nice place to live. And um, I I just talked to Evan and Evan was telling me that he haven't seen Heather in years. So maybe it's for the best that we all um, just leave the story right here on the podcast. Oh, man, that was a lot. Anyway, y'all, it's been it's been a minute since I had story time with y'all. It has. It's been a minute. So it was good to get that off. I think this is a good place to end it. We right at the 30 minute mark. Look at me. This is the Tired of Talking podcast. I'm your host, Jordan. And let's go into this week with with energy. You know, um, let's go into this new week with energy. Um, Lately, I've been like, the entrepreneurial bug has been like biting chunks out of my ass. Pause. And I need to get on top of my creative agency ASAP. I need to get on top of things. Like I've been having like these crazy like ideas for different stuff, crazy ideas for different collaborations. Um, I'm probably, I'm probably going to have to start fishing on my, my Twitter page and going through my LinkedIn and finding out um, what resources I can pull together uh, to try to get this thing off the ground even quicker. Um, So that's my mission. That's my mission today. That's my mission um, for the rest of this week, actually. And, um, my creative agency is going to be in full effect. Looking forward to it. And I hope I didn't talk your heads off. I hope it didn't talk in a whole bunch of circles. I'm working on trying to just keep everything on a straight and narrow as far as content. And like I said, thank you all for rocking out with me. I really appreciate it. I had a very good weekend. Um, very solid weekend. Uh, and I'm hoping to build on that. <laughs> so... Again, this is the Tired of Talking Podcast. I'm your host, Jordan, and I will see y'all on the other side. Peace.